A couple hundred years ago, the only thing you had to worry about was a hangover. Time you're an investigator? More or less. Today, because of your curse thingy, you can't sleep with anyone. I'm not a teen. I'm your boss. Or else you might feel a moment of true happiness. You got already an addiction to the brooding part of life. Lose your soul. Except for the bulk of it, where I was nearly tortured to death. Become evil again. You're a demon hunter. Rogue demon hunter. And kill everyone. It's fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Thanks, Cornelia. Really? Yeah. Really? I said fuck it with my bottle opener because it always fucks it up on these damn ginger beers. Maybe maybe that's your fault. What is it with you and your ginger beers, Rex? You too good to get drunk on the podcast anymore? Um, oh, Keanu. It's not so much that I'm too good to get drunk on the podcast. It's that uh, I want the podcast to be good. (laughs) I think that ship sailed a long time ago. I disagree. (laughs) Me too, but that's where the joke was. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ale with Angel. I'm Rex. I'm Josh. Today, we are reviewing Season 2, Episode 10, Reunion. Oh, and uh, just to make it... (laughs) <laughs> Just to make it better, I am still drinking some scalach left over from our interview with uh, Mr. Harry Groner. Yes. Um, this one's for Anne Rice because we never did that. Yeah. Uh, I did pour some coffee out earlier today yeah. on the floor. <laughs> or not on the floor, on the ground. Rex was there and witnessed it. And I did say, and one for my homies. Yeah. And one for Anne Rice. Yeah. Because we agreed that a professional writer would very much appreciate coffee at least as much as booze right <laughs> seems seems legit yeah uh you know sorry harry groner it took us a little while we apologize yep 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 hey is anybody gonna go see that show that he's doing that he told us about in the interview i have to re-listen to the episode just to find out what it was and where it's gonna be other yeah, than chicago I, I can't remember what it was i looked up but I thought I remembered the name of it, and then I looked it up, and I couldn't figure it out. And so, yeah, I have to go back and listen to it. God, we're good at this. Right? <laughs> I just remember it's sometime in February, and now it's February. It's, in Dude, fact, February 1st. We so. were starstruck. I don't remember shit from that interview, I, except asking him about his bacon number. Very, That's literally all I remember. I very specifically <laughs> was saying to myself, I don't have to retain this. I can listen to it later. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, if you haven't yet listened to our interview with Harry Groner, you should do that. What are you waiting for? It was really fucking good and entertaining. I loved it. And hey, if you would like to watch that interview of us interviewing Harry Groner, we're still not sure who let us do that. You can do that if you are a Patreon supporter. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Patreon supporters, fuck a doodle do. <laughs> Fuck all the doodle-doos. Fuck whichever one you want. You can give them names if you want. (laughs) We've named our doodle-doos. Here's a list of them. (laughs) Fuck all these doodle-doos named Taylor Jordan Guy, Cubby the Seal, or Clubby the Seal, as I like to call them, because it's highly inappropriate. (laughs) Mr. Tobalicious, Sandra Craig, Jay Sommer, Catherine Parkinson, I'm sorry, Parkinson, Karen Moon, Chris V-Man, Catrick J. Fur, Scarlet Choi, C is for Cordelia Heaps, Andy Burgess, K. Fronome, Father DeFenestrato, Matthew and Dubber. I don't know why I always go into <laughs> 
12 days of Christmas on this. Um, <laughs> Kelly Mick, MC, Jesse Rain, and Carrie Phillips. I think we go with Kelly MC, you know, the, it, like, like their rapper. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds a lot less racist than saying Mick. Dightly, dightly, do! And uh, just so you know, dear listeners, uh, next episode, we have a cat to name. Uh, Clubby the Seal messaged us and, you know, they have a cat that we should name. So we will be doing that next episode. And they are inexplicably paying us $5 a month yeah. on a subscription. And that's what we do. Uh, if, if you would also like to pay us $5 a month on a subscription basis, we'll name a cat for you. Yeah. On an episode. Live. But not live because it's a recording. Yes. It's live for us in the moment. Yes. And, you know, it's it's about as close to live as the listeners are going to get because we are late recording this and it, uh, we're going to get this out late. It's going to be a pretty <laughs> fast turnaround. Yeah. I'm hoping to get this out tomorrow night. <laughs> um, Hey, Josh, guess what? Um, uh, Tell me. <laughs> Why don't you? It is time to reveal the winner of our hoodie giveaway. Oh my god, I'm not nearly drunk enough for that yet. <laughs> nope. Get the scotch down. Oh my god. <laughs> that is good shit. I am so sorry I didn't get to actually share that uh, with Harry. Right. I'm going to stop calling him Harry Groner. He's just Harry now. Right. He said we could call him Harry. I'm totally going to go knock on his dressing room door. Anyway. And get escorted out by security. Anyway, we plugged our reviews into a fancy supercomputer. It did some maths and some randomization and pumped out a number. You know, what's funny is he's not joking. <laughs> he did plug it into a fancy supercomputer. There's just, we, we all have fancy supercomputers in well, our pockets now is all. No, it was Google. Google oh. had, like. Just the Google page. You that's, can just that's also randomize a number. There and was, that, that is a supercomputer. There was no reason to send that to outer space and back, but you did it anyway. Yes. We could I have, wanted it to be monumental. We could have done this analog with some fucking dice, but no. <laughs> well, I don't I don't have a what the, is it, like thirty five. You don't have a thirty five sided yeah. die? I don't. Well, what kind of a DM are you? Uh one who has reasonable sided dice. <laughs> that's boring. Uh, it is what it is. You anyway, bored now. <laughs> anyway, uh, the review that won the hoodie is titled "Redfish Bluefish" by what was it, Callie? Callie. Callie. Don't have so, a last name, but that's why we've been telling you for a while, guys. You gotta, you gotta step up your game on these reviews. Yeah, and so right now I'm gonna say, hey, Callie, uh, get a hold of us as soon as possible if you want this hoodie. Um, we'll give you about a month to claim yeah. it. We'll give you about a month. It's the beginning of February now, so get on it. Yep. Uh, we expect this to be released by February 2nd. Oh, yeah. And so you've got two episodes after that, which is about a month. Yep. I'm not going to give you an exact date. No, no. It's I, not an exact science. <laughs> it kind of depends on when we record. What do you take us for? <laughs> Competent people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that's just silly. Yeah, so hey, get a hold of us, email us, beerwithbuffy at gmail.com, give us a call on the voicemail or a text on the voicemail, 269-743-0783. Do it now. Or hey, get a hold of us on Twitter and or Facebook. Uh do it right away if you want that hoodie. 
because we want to send it out. Yeah. Otherwise, somebody else is going to do it and they're going to get that free hoodie. And hey, again, I just want to repeat, if you have given us a review and you want a free Beer with Buffy sticker, get a hold of us and let us know. Or if you'd like to buy a hoodie, you can always just go to our website and click yeah. on store and shop all kinds of weird things. Yeah, beerwithbuffy.com. And guess what? If you live in Europe, we have distribution there. Yes. You our... still qualify for this contest and for just buying our shit. Yeah. Um, we specifically set up a merch to handle distribution in Europe. That is correct. So, hey, get on that. Get back with us. If you want your sticker, Callie, get a hold of us if you want your hoodie. Correct. And now it's time for the mom synopsis. You goddamn right it is. <laughs> Whew. All right. It's so nice to say that on this show. Yeah, I you know, I really didn't like it when we uh had to call it the parental synopsis. Yeah. It it, it doesn't have it, the same ring. It just doesn't. Joshua! What are you doing, Joshua? Oh, hey, mom. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you're like at dad's house great <laughs> well i couldn't let you sit here and mourn him all by yourself joshua <laughs> about that you know i really just kind of wanted some time to myself you know to uh i guess you know like uh think about stuff Yes, well, you'll have plenty of time to yourself in prison if you don't shut up and entertain me with your delightful reviews and observations <laughs> all about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and now Angel, too! Oh, how wonderful, Joshua! <laughs> are... Are you fucking blackmailing me, Mom? <laughs> yes, Gunn is a blackmail, and so handsome, too, don't you think, Joshua? <laughs> I... I guess. It's, so wait, you're you're telling me you'd turn in your own son to the police if I don't give you more attention? Oh, of course not, Joshua. You know how much your mother loves you, you murderous <laughs> little ingrate. But you have no idea what I'm capable of. Oh no, I think I have an inkling. <laughs> an inkling? You should get that checked out, Joshua. <laughs> Your uncle had an enlarged prostate. So, today on Angel, being held against my will in a coercive but unavoidable circumstantial happenstance, Angel and gang play a big game of hide-and-go-seek with Darla and Drusilla. Twice! Yes. The first time he catches up to them, Darla is a freshly turned vampire. Again. And they both get away. The next time he catches up to them... He lets them massacre a large swath of Wolfram and Hart executive doodle-doos. Behold, Angel's field of fucks, and see that it is barren, for he hath no fucks left to give. Also, you're all fired. The end! Ladies, gentlemen, spiny-headed little creatures. Soon as the sun goes down, down, vampire. Soon as the sun goes down, down, vampire. Competition is a beautiful thing. I love, by the way, how there's now a storyline to your mom's synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> it has plot. <laughs> Trying to keep it as, uh, what's the word? Um, cohesive. Cohesive, yes, as possible. No, I approve. I Thanks. approve. Thank you. Yeah, so we open in the hotel 
uh, continuation from last episode, Gun Dragging Angel in. He's a little worse for wear. A little beaten up. What? No. I like how he's like, no time to explain. Bitch, you got all the time to explain. <laughs> you have nothing but time, Angel. <laughs> yeah, Gun can't quite make heads or tails of his story. He's like, I only got half the story out of him, and half of that didn't make sense. Ah, uh, math. Yeah. Math a- is funny. A- Angel's a bit delirious. A wee bit. Just a wee bit. Just a tiny Just a wee, wee bit. bit. Uh, yeah, but through some painful dredging of pronouns, Cordelia is able to get him to use names instead of saying <laughs> he, she, 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 he, they, blah. And turns out we're picking up right off from where we left off last episode, where Darla is re-sired by Drusilla, and Angel is freaking out, man! He's freaking out, man! Well, he's got a plan, though, and it's a stake through Darla's heart before she's able to rise again. Yes. Good luck, fucko! But, you know, I just... Uh, I don't think they're going to be burying her in a public grave, and that seems problematic at best. Yes. Um, I want I, w- I want to just give a little honorable mention to the quip that, that Gunn gives, because... Do! Because <laughs> Angel is looking through his desk, and he's like, I gotta, I gotta save her! I gotta find her! And Gunn just kind of looks over, well, she probably ain't in there. Gunn! Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Now, allow me, if you will, to serenade you all, as it is far more popular than I, than I had originally imagined, oh, no. in the style of the cat. Oh, no. As I reprise, reprise? I don't know which one's more pretentious. As I reprise <laughs> the angel theme song, a la Edgar. If I had slightly better aim and there wasn't an expensive microphone in front of your face, I would throw shit at you. I might start throwing shit at you anyway. I can't. That's an expensive microphone. I hate you so much. God, so much. I'm sorry. It sounded like you just said, I love you so much. No, I didn't. I know that's not what you said, but that's what I heard. I, You know, <laughs> I can't help your own delusions. I can't either. It wasn't a delusion. It's auditory processing disorder. <laughs> I'll I'll hear it later when I'm editing. (laughs) All right. At the Hyperion Hotel, otherwise known as Angel's Goddamn Investigations. Yep. Gunn is working out the dilemma out loud, talking to Wesley, asking the hard questions, doing the real talk. Gunn's all like, I'm still trying to figure out this whole family tree. (laughs) Well, so are the rest of us, Gunn. Gunn, there's a song about that. You know, shit, I meant to check back into School Hard, the episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and see if they are legit trying to glaze over Angel being established as Spike's sire. But, you know, we asked the same question the last episode of Ale with Angel. Would this make Darla her own grandmother if Angel's re-sired her? And now that Drusilla has re-sired her, that makes her her own great-grandmother. 
this also makes Angel his own grandpa. Really? Does it affect the whole line like that? Is that how family works? I don't remember anymore. I don't know either. But... I don't talk to them often <laughs> enough. <laughs> we avoid our families. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Gunn confirms our suspicions of weird, creepy incest, as yes. opposed to not creepy, but still weird incest. But by pointing out that Darla is now officially her own great-grandmother, as aforementioned. <laughs> and uh, so Cordelia announces that she's called the doggy sheep snort snort and supposedly Lindsay has been in a meeting all damn day all day well angel's pretty sure that that's bullshit and doesn't plan on finding him at work anyway he's gonna go kick in his door again since he's already got the invite yeah and of course angel withholds that information until the most dramatic moment possible just so he can brutally argue with his team about whether or not he's going in alone well, he wins because he's the boss. Uh, oh, right. And he's already been invited in. So yes. it's a piece of cake, right? Yeah. He's off to Lindsay's place and it's empty. What? Oh, no. To be fair, this is quite fucking smart on Lindsay's part. Like, oh, I entered in. A vi- I invited in a vampire who can kill me. Time to move. Yeah. He seemed all cool headed in the moment, but it was just a bluff. What an asshole. Yeah. I think he's just lost his will to live, but, you know. We'll get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I. the place is completely empty, and then in comes a realtor. I just love that Angel keeps getting to live out your fantasies again and again. My fantasies? Yeah. Kicking in that door. Right? All for mo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, de- I definitely want to kick in a door. <laughs> Speaking of kicking the door, um, the realtor does not notice or comment on the fact that <laughs> the door has been kicked well, in. Well, the funny part is that's why she's there. Hmm, sounded like somebody kicked in a door really hard. I'm going to go check on that by yeah. myself in L.A. <laughs> oh, you're a friend of Lindsay's. Let me just give you a bunch of fucking information. <laughs> well, I mean... That's slightly more reasonable, but still unprofessional. She tries to be professional. Well, at first, she says something along the lines of like, well, I I shouldn't give you that information. And then he's like, oh, but I'm a friend and someone's in trouble. And she's like, do you know where he works? Yes. Like, he doesn't even fucking have to say where he works. She just believes him when he says yes. I mean, he did know. Well, yes, but... This is not a woman you want to give secure information to. Yeah, apparently not. She's like, oh, I can't tell you. Oh, but I want to so bad. Oh, but I shouldn't. Hey, but the the crazy British woman who was expecting a child was here, and uh, she's all sorts of crazy, and she wanted to look at the stars, because that's a clue. Yeah. Did you mention the baby? Yeah. Well, she said that she was pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. Well, because Drew was talking about, you know, being a mother. Right. Because she's crazy. What? You know, I was confused during this conversation because I really thought they were talking about Darla for a minute. And I was like, baby, that must have been some weird lie so that Lindsay didn't get charged extra rent for her being there with him or something. (laughs) But she wasn't staying with him. So, oh, right. Weird British broad. Yeah. Drusilla, derp a derp. And, uh, yep, yep, yep. She's, She's almost professional, but... Yeah, she wanted to have a baby near the stars since, you know, too much light pollution in L.A. Can't see any damn stars. Nope, nope, nope. Angel, 
mumbles to himself while she's still talking to him, mind you. Yeah. Of course you would want the ritual. I don't want to share my feelings. I don't want to open up. I want to find the guy that killed Tina. And I want to look him in the eye. Then what? Then I'm going to share my feelings. Cut to somewhere else. Somewhere wherever Darla and Drusilla are. Where Drusilla is, of course, being characteristically fucking nuts. <laughs> hey, see this pistachio? She's fucking it. <laughs> hey, what about that Brazil nut over there? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's fucking that, too? She fucked that, like, last week's pecan pie. <laughs> How about those walnuts? More like these nuts, and I gotta say, not surprised. Because she's fucking nuts. She's fucking nuts. God Damn it. She's fucking nuts. So, <laughs> uh, quote of the day here. Because she's there talking to Lindsay. And she's like going on and on talking about Darla and everything. And Lindsay's like, can she hear you? <laughs> Drew just... I can hear them singing to me. Grandmother is very pleased with it. I can tell. Aren't He's... you, grandmother? My daughter. He says, can she hear you? She's dead. Oh, of course. My mistake. <laughs> Excuse me. My condolences, Matt. The look on his face is like, okay, uh-huh. I'm just going to back out of the room slowly. Don't break eye contact suddenly. <laughs> Move one foot at a time. Yes, indeed. She can smell your feet. <laughs> she actually can. Good but. thing Lindsay's fresh out of fear. Right. That man's field of fucks. <laughs> Is somehow more barren than angels. Um, But Darla is in the room, of course, laid up and a little bit dead on a slab. Yeah. Not too dead. Just enough dead. (laughs) Just enough dead. Just the right amount of dead for Lila to make the funniest crack of the episode yet when she comes in. Quote of the day here. (laughs) She leans in close to Lindsay and says, think maybe now you've got a shot with her? <laughs> Lindsay's like, Lila. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> Don't let me interrupt you. Laugh track. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, these motherfuckers. Anyway. Yeah, so Lila and, Ho- yeah, Lila and Holland come in. Why, why haven't Lindsay and Lila hooked up yet? I think Lila's jealous. I, I think... Uh... I, I think she just doesn't want anything to do with him. Or she sees him for the pathetic prick he is. Yeah. That seems like, more likely. Honestly. Because he is. rightfully, she wants to mock him. You know, whichever. She would sleep with him only if she needed to to manipulate him. Or humiliate him. Or humiliate him. Whichever. Which would be a part of, of wanting to manipulate him. Indeed. But she doesn't need to sleep with him to manipulate him. He's so fucking manipulatable in this environment. Like... He's he has zero power. Period. End yeah. of story. Holland takes care of most of that. Yeah. I say Drusilla, I say you are positively glowing. And she's like, I'm going to be a mummy. Why well, I say yes, yes you are. Is there anything you need? <laughs> anything at all, Drusilla? <laughs> no. <laughs> I totally forgot that you had decided that this was going to be his voice. <laughs> I I love Holland's character, and I need to squeeze as much Foghorn Leghorn out of him as I possibly can. <laughs> well, there's some good good points in this episode, right? 
<sighs> well, uh, I say, if you find you do, you know how to get in touch with us. Now, we would all love to stay for the birth, but we have a previous engagement we must prepare for. Yes. I have preparations to make myself. Of course you do, I see. I see. And we will leave you to it then, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Lindsay wants to stick around like a fucking creeper. Uh, Holland kiboshes the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. I say, I say this is a family matter, son. Now, Lindsay, we best leave it that way. I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done for now. <laughs> but yeah, so they leave Drew to her psychotic ramblings yes. as, she, as she poses Darla almost like a doll. But, you know, okay, to be fair, she's really just folding her arms over her torso like a dead person. So yep. I guess it's fine. You can play yeah. with the dead bodies, Drusilla. I mean, no one can stop her. Nope. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. That's, that's the freedom. Of being an undead creature of the night. Yes. A crazy undead creature of the night. Uh, yep. Cut back to Angel Investigations. Where it's Scooby-Dooby-Doo time, motherfuckers. Yes. ruby ruby Because in less than 20 fucking lines, they go from, Holy shit, how the hell are we going to search every single mausoleum, cemetery, and funeral home in L.A.? To, they must be in this exact greenhouse. <laughs> and strangely... It actually kind of makes sense. It does. Like you guys. <laughs> Let's play 20 questions. My favorite my favorite line from this, though, is uh, they're like talking about what they need to not look for and what they can, you know, just cross off the list. Specifically, Angel's like, oh, we, we need uh, we need a place with a view of the stars. And oh, great dirt. So, yeah. like, the entire world, that's really narrowing well, it down. Well, Corey's <laughs> like, oh, so just outside cemeteries then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. A, a mausoleum is an indoor cemetery. And then and then Wesley's like, no, she doesn't need a cemetery. She just needs a place with dirt. And Corey's like, you're not really narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah, everybody's a big old negative Nancy about this for the first half. And then they all come back around when big old genius angel uh, solves the case. Well, actually, G Gunn puts it all together that they need to be looking for a plant nursery. He definitely gets the aha moment queued up by Angel saying, but it's it's more of a birth for Drew, not a death. Wesley once again tries to kibosh this with, damn it, Angel, you're talking crazy, man. You can't out logic a loony. Hmm, dirt. She likes talking to the stars. She used to talk to the stars in my garden for hours. Gun leaps in. Bye, Georgia Plant Nursery. Yeast. I don't know why he's suddenly British as well, but why not? Bye, Georgia Plant Nursery. That would have the view and the dirt. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> and then Cordy finishes it up with saying, hey, how about we look at... Plant nurseries that are owned by Wolfman Hart. The dog of sheep snort snort probably has a plant supplier. Yep. Uh, you know, makes sense. They have to send all kinds of flowers to bereaved peoples. I like of people that they've murdered. I like that they're talking about like some sort of like corporate plant supplier, but it's just a fucking tiny little greenhouse on a roof. 
Right. Yeah. Like, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's actually uh, Wesley ties it up with, yes, a corporate supplier. Thanks for yeah kicking it on into the driveway there, Wesley. Good job. And it's just a greenhouse on the roof. <laughs> Keanu on a fucking cracker. <laughs> I am actually kind of liking the theme here that Wolfram and Hart's main strength of being a behemoth of a corporate entity full of blood-sucking lawyers is also its weakness. Because... I mean, I do like that. Right? Because they're so large that they're predictable and it's easy to track their resources like a greenhouse. Yeah. And it kind of makes it a David and Goliath situation. But yeah, a quick cut to the correct fucking greenhouse yeah. on the first goddamn try. Where Angel literally drops in. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Did he like jump off from another roof to get there? No, no. Like he just he drops into the into the camera shot. He definitely drops in. I don't know where the fuck from, but yeah, he drops how do you drop in. onto a roof without dropping from a higher roof? Well, I I assume he must have done that, but who the fuck knows? Can he fly? We've never really established that he can't. Didn't I hear that from somebody recently that we've canonically established that vampires can definitely turn into bats? Didn't it have something to do with Twilight? It was a really bad joke. There's a bad. There's an internet joke. Oh fuck! What is his I'm name? I'm not. I'm. I'm too old. I'm not hip. I'm not with it. A duck. 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 What the hell is his name? The fucking actor. I can't think of his name. Duck. 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 I don't fucking know. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Oh my God! Just bleep 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 blue. <laughs> Robert get... Patton. God damn that! I am so mad that that took me so long. No, the joke was that Robert Pattinson proved that vampires can turn into bats because he played a vampire and now he's Batman. Which vampire did he play? Edward Cullen. From Twilight. Really? Yeah. That fucking guy. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought I heard, but I just let it go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to process that information at a later date. <laughs> to be fair, I've heard good things about his portrayal of Batman. Huh. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm I'm kind of at the stage of like done with uh, remakes. And Batman in general? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like... Just, just stop. Do we need stop a new, new Batman every new fucking time? Well, I guess they did keep what's his tits for a few movies. I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm yeah. tired of remakes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's the joke. Something. <laughs> what was his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That's where I was getting Chris from. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad joke. Robert Pattinson. Vampires can become bats because he's Batman. Rooftop. Um, yes. Angel is Batman. There we go. We brought it yeah. full circle. <laughs> There's nothing so lovely as dreams. Everything's in them. Everything hidden. Open those chambers and you can truly understand someone. And control them. Drops in on a rooftop. From a rooftop, presumably, and immediately finds Darla's body. Yeah, well, he finds a plot of dirt. In the first door that he in walks into. In the first into. door. It's a tiny, tiny, like, I think it's barely bigger than my apartment. I appreciate. nursery. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I figured there must be more to it somewhere else, but no, I don't there know. There can't be. <laughs> At least they're cutting to the chase and not making the whole episode about finding shit in a big right? city. Yeah. 
at least I wrote that before I realized that the whole episode is about finding Darla <laughs> and Drusilla. But way easier than they ought to. Neither here nor there. Yes. <laughs> On multiple occasions. Anyway, yeah. He finds a plot of dirt. Oh, look. Darla's buried in it. He pulls up this shroud that's covered in dirt over her face. I, I kind of liked that. It would be terrifying in my view as the actor being buried in the dirt. But like the actor, she's actually buried in the dirt. You know, I was wonder. I was thinking about that. I mean, the dirt was pretty loose, which it would be. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And I was wondering, man, how long did they have her legitimately buried under there? Like they must have like covered her up and been like, go, 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 go. Oh, right. <laughs> no, there was probably the moment that Angel is walking into the the nursery. You don't see her. You see just part of the dirt. I guarantee you, that's the moment where they, like, drop the dirt on her face. I'm pretty sure they did a cutaway to the moment where he lifts the shroud. So it was probably, like, no more than 10 seconds that right. she was under the dirt. But, um, you know, she has to be enshrouded because, like, they didn't want her to have dirt on her face, too. So. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be gross. Have you seen Dexter? <laughs> particularly one scene i'm thinking of here anyway um so he's just about to stake the fuck out of that dead lady's heart and of course he fucking hesitates because you're a dumbass angel yeah and he gets whacked from behind with a shovel um and drew is not fucking around here she because she just keeps fucking hitting him with that shovel you know funny story i did that just yesterday <laughs> So let's let's play a fun game where I don't give anybody any context <laughs> as to what I'm talking about. But yeah, whacking yeah. somebody in the back with a shovel. I did that yesterday. Specifically someone who's undead. Also that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I'm a badass. Anyway, we got quote of the day, but it's really an exchange of the day. Drew says, I saw you coming, my lovely. The moon showed me. It told me to come into the 20th century. Angel says... Uh, it's the 21st century, Drew. <laughs> Drew says, oh, I'm still lagging. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a good one. But the look on her face is like, oh, damn. Still? Oh, uh, bloody hell. <laughs> I'll, well, get the shit. I'll get the next one in the next hundred years. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to kill you now. Don't worry. You've still got the number one in crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start having kind of a classic fight going on. And then... Well, during their fight, Darla wakes up, and then Darla joins the fight, and it's just three-way fight. Everyone fighting everyone. Oh, yeah, and that you get a punch, she gets a punch, everybody gets a punch, yeah. a punch here, a punch there, everywhere a punch, punch. Yeah, old McDonald. You had get a defenestrated. Punch. They get defenestrated. I get defenestrated. We all get defenestrated <laughs> eventually. <laughs> And it's probably not true, but it's fun to say. Anyway, right. So, uh, anyway, this fight kills a solid five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Darla jumps off the roof, gets away. Drusilla fucks off, too. And Angel looks rather put out. Yeah. Well, there was a moment where he hesitated. He had a chance to stake Darla, but he hesitated. Again. Fucking goddammit, Angel, you have one job! That's not characteristic of him. You have one job! What's going on, buddy? Fucking, you, your job is to slay demons and vampires. Feeling Fucking do it. You feeling okay there, fella? <sighs> Need a... He needs a fucking hug, goddammit. <laughs> Need some therapy? Yeah, well, 
There's not a therapist alive who can handle that one. Ah, maybe there's one that's not alive. <laughs> well, he's not going to kill it. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm working on my evil laugh. Yeah, keep working. Ha ha ha! My boy, that's a pirate <laughs> laugh. All right. Back to Angel Investigations. Hi, Pyrian. Yep. Angel storms in. He's all business. He's he's we're going to go kill shit. Come with me and you'll be in a world of OSHA violations. <laughs> but also we're going to go kill some motherfuckers. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, we're going to find Darla and we're going to kill her anyway. Well, he busts in. He's like, oh, everyone gear up. And Cordy and Wesley are like, but we don't know where they are. And he's like, I don't care. We're we're storming the castle. Uh, I said the exact same thing. And everybody's like, oh, that's suicide. We can't do that. But Gunn's like, you had me at gear up. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, that's what I appreciate about you, Gunn. You, Gunn understands what his job is, and he's there to do his job. Unlike literally everyone else in this goddamn company. Speaking of his job, I cannot help but wonder what the fuck happened to all of his people. Right? They, he, this, they just. I don't want to call out. it a gang. It wasn't really a gang. It was uh, a community. Yeah. Of people he was taking care of. I guess they just slowly died off. Or, you know... Got jobs? (laughs) (laughs) They found homes. They're no longer homeless. Sure. It's that thing that writers do where they're like, eh, no one's gonna notice this. And if they do, fuck them. Pretty much. You know what, Josh and Rex? (laughs) You're too picky. (laughs) 20 years from now. Well, you know, they're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, on to Wolfram and Hart. Yeah, yeah. Burga thump thump. To the Gerba Bur- thump thump. Bur... God. <laughs> Gerba thump thump. Fuck! Doggy sheep snort snort. Yes! That thing. <laughs> and now... Now, Lindsay, I say, I say my wife needs to know if you are bringing a date to the party. Yeah. Duh, Nope. Now, Lindsay, my boy, I say you need to have yourself some healthy connections outside of your work life, my boy. So you had better, I say, you had better make the time, son. And, uh... Hey, look, Drew's there. Yeah, Holland mentions he'll be uncorking a case of Chateau Latour, which gets Drew's attention. Like, what year did he say it was? Super fucking old, though. 20... um, 1926. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, Drew's like, oh, I've had that before. It tastes like lion's blood. And I hate to interject, but that sounds like a hell of a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I want something that tastes like lion's blood. I, no. (laughs) Perhaps I shall drink a lion. Good luck. Later in life. (laughs) Good luck. I don't know. They're pretty lazy. Edgar looks a bit like a lion. Hey there, buddy. He didn't even look. I will literally murder you. <laughs> Lazy <hurt> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's its own podcast. <laughs> um, no, I would murder anybody that hurt my cat, too. So yeah. we're on the same page there. Good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Drew spills the beans about what went down with Darla. Yep. She says, Angel's on his way, and Holland gets a phone call that there's an untagged vampire in the building. 
and we all think it's Angel, but Lindsay opens the door and, uh-oh, it's Darla. Oh, it's Darla. And she affectionately throws Lindsay across the room. Right after enjoying his neck warmth for a moment. Yeah. Like you do. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lindsay. Yeet. Ow. <laughs> I dare say I'm being thrown across the room right now. She grabs Drew, takes off running. Holland calls the security and says, just let him leave peacefully. As they run hand in hand giddily out the door together. <laughs> Looks very pointedly at Lindsay and says, healthy attachments, uh, Lindsay. Healthy. I say healthy attachments there now, Lindsay. <laughs> and you know what? That really brought the scene full circle. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, seriously, Lindsay, <laughs> you have... You even, have some shit to work out. Even Sans Foghorn Leghorn. I liked that scene. Yeah. 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 I was hoping for some demon fighting tonight, but I wound up with a delivery job instead. If I come back here on the end of a spatula, I'm expecting some serious workman's comp. I'm just messing with y'all. So, cut to a, a moving car. Yes. yes. Uh, L.A. Streets, moving car, uh, little little wild driving, screeching of the tires. Just a little bit. Just some crazy kids out for a carousing night on the town. Yes. In a, you know, literally carousing because they're in a car. Car housing. It's carousing. It's like arousing, but they're in a car, you see. <laughs> you know who else gets aroused in a car as they carouse? Who? Employees of not the plot whole emporium because I don't have one prepared. <laughs> no, as they're speeding through the streets and Wesley's being British and being like, slow down. You're going to kill us all. <laughs> I dare say you're moving a bit quickly for me. I don't like that. Uh, Cor Cordy starts to have a vision. Hey, remember visions? We haven't seen one of those in a fucking while. I legitimately had completely forgotten that she has visions. Remember this entire fucking <laughs> plot mechanic that we used to use? That they based, like, the entire show on? Yeah. Let's, let's have a goddamn <laughs> side quest that means dick all nothing, but to get rid of the fucking team that we have together. <laughs> And Angel's treating Cordelia as she's having this vision, as if she needs to go wee-wee and is a six-year-old on a road trip. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I am laughing at the funny of the comedy. No, no. More importantly, he's treating the vision the way goddamn idiotic cishet white men talk about women's periods. Hashtag believe women, goddammit. Like, you, you ever see those posts where dudes are like, women should just choose to stop having periods. <laughs> oh my god, is that a real thing? Yes! Oh, Jesus. It is! Oh, it hurts. It, it, the whole fucking thing about these dumbass white heterosexual males who don't understand how fucking periods work. Holy fuck-a-doodle-doo. Wow. Anyway, Cordy is trying to tell them to go the other direction, and yeah. then threatens Angel with a stake, kind of jokingly, but he gets the point, and he does a U-turn like a good little no. boss. He does a U-turn, so he doesn't get the point. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. But the point is, without adding on to your bad pun there, <laughs> that he does it like a good little boss vampire. 
Yeah. Yeah, who's a good little boss vampire? <laughs> Cut to elsewhere. On the street. Yeah, where Darla and Drew are still fighting, I guess. Having it out. It's not a very good fight. Guess it, they, it, they met up. Yeah, it's really just a, sh- a push and shove fight. Yeah. It's kind of lame. Come on, they both know how to fucking fight. This is bullshit. Yeah, they're better than this. Although Darla does throw Drew in front of a car. But mostly, Darla's not going for blood. She's just upset, and she keeps yelling, Why? Why did you do this to her or some shit? And yeah, they roll into the street. Um, Did you just say that? Uh, No, specifically, Darla throws Drew in front of a car. Right, yeah. Over a car, and in front of a car. Darla's just throwing people around. Right, yeah. You get a throw, you get a throw, yeet, 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 yeet. <laughs> and then uh, Drew breaks Yeets down. for everyone. Drew breaks down with my extra special batshit quote of the day. <laughs> Darla's like, why'd you do it? And Drew says, for you, all for you. I thought it was what you wanted to be saved. All alone in the dirt. We've lost our way, and the little worm won't dance like it's told to. No, no. <laughs> wow. I, you know what? Most of the time, I can kind of parse some sort of sensical thing right. out of it. Yeah. It's good. Like, I don't know who is writing her lines, <laughs> but... I wonder if they just kind of... I think they of... might need to... Uh, Get some assistance. I think sometimes they just pull the string and let her go. <laughs> right. I think some of that's all Juliet Landau. I I actually I don't think it is. Hmm. Um, I was actually uh, watching a video, and apparently Joss Sweden is the type of person who specifically refuses to let actors ad lib. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's a legit choice because, you know, when you've got a vision and you need to make it happen, yeah, you want people that can say the fucking lines because people wrote those very specifically in a very certain way. Well, and I can understand with the way this show is written, like, that would that would matter. Yeah. And also, Juliet Landau is, obviously seems talented enough that she can pull oh, yeah. off whatever the fuck they write. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Anyway, they have a touching moment. I guess Darla forgives Drew... And there's some asshole who, you know, there has to be an asshole mm-hmm. honking his horn at him. They're not even be- in the middle of the road, mind you. Before we get to that, I want to say I call bullshit on Drew's excuse here because, oh, I did it all for you, all alone in the dirt, something about worms. <laughs> I think Drew did it out of spite because they sired her to torture her for an eternity. And she said, fuck you. You don't get to leave me here alone after that horse shit. Yeah. But yeah. Meanwhile, some fuckface in a truck, you were saying. Some fuckface in a truck is yelling at him out the window, honking his horn. And they're not even in the middle of the road. They're just two fucking people on the side of the road. Oh, there's... And he can go around... More than enough space to go around. Absolutely. But they're women. (laughs) And so he's got to fuck with them. Yeah, he's got to tell them what's what. I feel no sympathy for this man. I tell you what, me either. And I, I think it was designed that way. Oh, yeah. Regardless. Possibly irregardless. I am going to throw shit at you. <laughs> this is the yeet episode. Yay. <laughs> I don't have anything good to actually throw. <laughs> so he approaches them 
and uh, basically calls them lesbians. Yes. And uh, he's probably not entirely wrong. However, I completely support Darla's decision to subsequently drain him of his life yeah. essence and trot off merrily down nom, the street nom, nom. to go do some pretty, pretty princess shopping. Hey, guess what? We're writing women. What should we do? We should make them go shopping. Shopping, shopping, shopping. Because that's all women love. Shoes, 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 shoes. Shopping, 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 shopping. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, seriously. Yeah, fuck God. that guy, though. <laughs> and cut to a car garage? Yeah. Uh, wherever it was that uh, Courtney was seeing in her vision. Some... Where some, there's... Some other fuckface. Yeah, some dumbass dude summoning Morgog. Have we seen or heard about Morgog before? No, it sounds made up to me. Well, obvi- <laughs> obviously, but like, is is it a callback? No, it feels familiar to me for some reason. I don't know. Who's Jesus? <laughs> is that from an episode of Supernatural, uh, I think? Do you mean our Lord and Savior, Keanu Reeves? No, he's the only true yeah. deity. Exactly. The living god, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Reeves be the, with you. Also with you. Whoa. 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 <laughs> so some other fuckface. Yeah, he's, he's calling up this Morgog guy. Yes. Uh, he's listening to some butt rock music about to commit sacrifice, sacrificial suicide. He's going to use a gun? Can you use a gun for a ritual like this? I don't fucking Isn't know. Isn't it supposed to be a knife? Who's Morgog? Does it matter? But the Scooby Gang 2.0 LA branch with full-size gun attachment sidles <laughs> in and tells him ever so delicately to, um, stop it. <laughs> well, Cordy specifically cautions Angel to be delicate. Angel isn't delicate. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. This guy's about to snap, crackle, and pop. Mm-corn. He doesn't want to help the kid. He... Is being a whiny whiner who whines. The kid or Angel? Angel. Okay. He's whining. He's being all complainy and whiny. He's a little he's a little whiny. And in his whininess, he uh, he handles the situation with his signature classy, graceful boombox thrown at your face and a swift disarming. Yeah. Throws the gun in a vat of oil, which isn't gonna hurt the gun. And if, if anything, it preserves the gun. Pretty well sum up the scene here with Angel's um, main line, listen, I'm not here to hurt you, kid, okay? And Morgog's not the way. Morgog couldn't find his way to his hairy spine hump without a road map. So don't go killing yourself. He's not worth it. And you've got, you know, a million reasons to live, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing he didn't do was say, and if you do it again, I'll box your ears. Ah, they're good kids. <laughs> but yeah, Gun and West try to tell him... That they should concentrate on this guy and help him because Cordelia's visions pointed them there. And Angel's like, fuck that noise. And he broods off into the night. Oh, damn. It's not a callback. He's only just mentioned in this one episode. That <laughs> makes me sad. Yeah, just like they made up that one uh, substance in an episode that they needed for something. Yeah, I don't To like, make a potion or some shit. They could have. They could have just had any random fucking demon that they they've had called up in previous episodes and have it for that. I think that would have been cool. So you just check the wiki. Yeah. So he doesn't even, they don't even call back to Morgog again later. Nope. nope. Oh. Just this, just this one. Jeez. Missed opportunity. What are you going to do? 
That's... I guess that still kind of counts as world building, but it's not as fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Judging by your uncomfortableness, I would say you're either about to ask me out on a date or you need a favor. Well, see, the thing about detectives is they have resumes and business licenses and last names. Pop stars and popes, those are the one-name guys. Uh, cut back to the clothing store. For shopping, 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 shopping. <laughs> I dare say the next scene can be summed up in one extraordinary sentence. Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> shopping, 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 shopping. Hold on, though. I have a quote of the day here. Here, let me cue you up. Bring, bring. <laughs> True says, bring. Oh, bring. I'm ringing. Bring. Do you hear it? I'm ringing all over. Bring. <laughs> oh, my tits are ringing, and I love it. Everybody's loving it. You, you've got to know that <laughs> she is having a the time of her life with this role. Oh, absolutely! Man. Like, well, there's no question. At least, <laughs> but at no, the very she has least a cell phone. She, hmm? she has a cell phone. She does, in fact, in her tits. Yes. Yeah. Um. At the very least, she can make us believe that yes. she's having the time of her yes. life. And that's just the sign of a good performer. So, uh, yeah, Darla picks up the phone that she pulls out of <laughs> Drusilla's cleavage and answers it. Because, you know, she's tech savvy. Yes. Because she's not, like, older than Drusilla or anything. She is older, but she was less crazy as the technology came. Slightly more sane. Sure. Okay. And she's like, hey, you big fat cartoon rooster. <laughs> and Holland's like, Darla. And I'm like, Darla? 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 Darla! <laughs> I am upgrading your spree to a massacre. I say, I say, you have the entire support of the Gerba Thump Thump. <laughs> To the girl by a thump thump. Yes. Well, after after she kills. Somebody. Oh, they, they, they snap some lady's neck yeah. who's crawling on the floor because the lady won't help him find shoes. It's rather inconsequential, if you ask me. Yeah. I will simply get another one after being inconsolable for fifteen <laughs> minutes or so. <laughs> so at the girl by a thump thump, Lila believes in her heart of hearts that. Darla and Drusilla will keep Angel busy for once. Yeah, we don't have to worry about Angel anymore. Smash! As the cartoon dog Droopy, dressed as the Kool-Aid man, <laughs> played by Joss Whedon himself, bursts through the window and says, Excuse me, I was wondering if you find this joke tiresome yet. <laughs> and everybody in the room went, Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, that is an excellent question. <laughs> and I'm so glad you asked me that. And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a multi-tier level joke there because like on one hand, yeah, I am actually getting tired of the, the joke of, oh, we're going to say a thing and then immediately prove it wrong. Yeah. But I'm also like... I wonder if our fans are getting tired of the, the Kool-Aid man joke. <laughs> I'm not going to let them. And if they right. are, fuck them. Because <laughs> they're doodle-doos. It's just like the chicken noises. <laughs> Some of them are executive doodle-doos. 
And you know your place. You're listening. You gave us this power. Fuck a doodle, You can't too. get rid of it. <laughs> You're stuck with us now. <laughs> You've doomed yourselves. You, you did this to yourself. <laughs> so, uh, as a show of good faith... Holland extends his dick to Angel and says, I say, boy, I say, if you shake it, you are officially playing with it. And Angel responds, No, Holland, I'm not playing with your dick. You're playing with your own dick. Now here's my dick. And it's here to stop you from playing with your dick. Because that's called indecent exposure. And frankly, no one wants to see that. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm summating the scene, do you mind? Well, all right, my boy. <laughs> if you'd like to fall directly into my evil plans, I suggest you do so and handle this little Darla and Drusilla debacle I created for you. I say you I say you are most welcome, son. Oh, and then uh, quote of the day due to uh, important dialogue moment. Uh-huh. There's important dialogue moments be between all the dick waggling. <laughs> it's embedded in there. Oh, right. We're talking about a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I I knew we were here for a purpose. We are still talking about Angel, I promise. <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> You're just over there going on and on about dicks. I'm a, I'm not sure why. So, <laughs> Holland says, well, you don't kill humans. Angel replies, you don't qualify. You set things in motion. Play your little games up here in your glass and chrome tower. And people die. Innocent people. And yet, I say, I say, I just can't seem to care, son. <laughs> Oh, and by the by, I say I should inform you that I would walk you out myself, but I'm running a little late for a wine tasting at my home. And just so we're clear on the matter, you're not invited. No, that's just rude. It's rather rude. Yeah. And you know what? I felt bad for Angel. He looked a little dejected. He's like, he I likes want, wine. I wanted to go to a wine tasting. Yeah. He, for <laughs> fuck's sake, the man needs to get out some. Right? He's been working too much. Meet some new people. Yeah. I mean, Gunn is great. Yeah. You know, Wesley and Cordelia are his foundation. But, but the man... Angel is stressed. He needs... He, he is stressed. Some executive doodle-doos. Yeah, he's overworked. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> someone give that man a massage. <laughs> but not with their penis. No. no. It, it could turn into a situation... <laughs> it's not an okay situation. So, they actually arrest Angel? As security escorts him from the building, by the way. Yeah. And they call the police, the real police, mind you. Yeah, that... Whom just... they appear to not, in fact, have in their pocket. Why don't they just throw him out the window? Demonstration. It's always yeah. a good good option. It's a little... He came in the window. They can throw him out the window. Seems a little high profile. It's open there. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. It's right there. Huh. Back where you came from. <laughs> Eat! <laughs> it is this episode brought to you by the letter Y. For yeet! 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 <laughs> <laughs>
No, there is a lot of like throwing people at random in this episode. It's great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Lindsay is, however, escorting him with the police to yes. the police car, where he impotently goads Angel a bit, saying he'll bill him for the window and jokes about him having a cell with Southern exposure as the police put him in the back of a car. Yep. And cut well, to... One, one note. I, I do want to say that Lindsay specifically says that he has no problem if Angel gets killed. Correct. Holland may not want you dead, but I'm I'm pretty indifferent to the yeah. fact. Yeah, man, that guy's warm and hot. Warm and hot. Oh, yeah. Cold and hot. Cold and hot. And inside the police car, there is <gasps> Kate! Kate! Hi, Kate! Looking Hi. quite spiffy in her black turtleneck. Hi, Angel. Would you like out of this car? Yes, please. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, that, that's literally it. <laughs> Why? Uh, would some you... people were murdered, and I think you can stop them. Why Have would fun. you do that for me? Shh. Just go. Just, just let it happen. <laughs> just no, let it happen. But, but really, your ex-girlfriend is a fucking nightmare, and I don't yeah. want to touch that with an 80-foot stick. So shut up and show me that rock-hard ass of yours in the rearview mirror. <laughs> As you're leaving... Because I want you to go away. He wears a big coat, though. It hides his ass. That's unfortunate. P.S. Angel, I don't like you. (laughs) But, yeah, they let let him go. (laughs) So, there's still a place in this world for traditional research. Even a solitary soldier such as myself recognizes that a free exchange of intelligence benefits the common struggle. Also, I brought in your mail and newspaper. Uh, cut to uh, Holland's house. Holland's house. Holland's house does whatever a Holland's house can. We uh, get introduced to Holland's wife. Uh huh. I'm I'm sure she's going to be a long-standing, uh, re- reoccurring character. I like her a lot. I'm really looking forward to the future of this character. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to really have the chutzpah to make it a full five seasons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay arrives to the party. Everyone's in the wine cellar. Holland is gloating and praising and patting himself on the back and being like, oh, look at us. We're so good at our jobs. Now, I say, I say, if you all would be so kind as to enjoy my circle jerk in accordance with federal regulation. (laughs) And... If you could so kindly lick my old man's scrotum, I say, I say, that would be mighty fine of (laughs) y'all. Not that y'all have very much a choice, if I do say so myself, and I do. As Drew and Darla make a fashionably late entrance, with only a a minor trace of Holland's wife's blood on their lips. And boy, howdy. What a twist. Yeah. Mm. Nummy. <laughs> Nummy. <laughs> I say it's time for that good old-fashioned massacre. Yes. And the peasants were filled with joy. I'm pretty happy about this outcome. They are there to deliver Holland's requested massacre. Splendid. Bring the chocolate sauce. Oh. I, I can't think of any class of people other than the ones in this very wine cellar who really, really deserve said massacre. Yes. Hence the peasants being filled with joy. Yes. Drew and Darla are the peasants. Yes. And that's okay. The The joy is their blood. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the dude lose bloods. 
Blood. 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 Why, why are you talking about the blood of our doodle doos? Red rum. I'm. But the 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 executive doodle doos of doggy sheep snort snort. Oh, not not our not executive. our doodle doos. Okay, maybe a little bit. No, I don't want any harm to come to our doodle doos. No, no, no. It's it's perfect. Completely fair trade, um, pasteurized, voluntarily donated doodle doo blood. I'm. I'm not breaking any laws. I, I do not condone this activity. You can't Moving prove on. anything. Cut to the crime scene <laughs> where Angel investigates the crime scene because it's a crime scene and there was a crime. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where he wanders around completely unnoticed by the utterly incoherent police. Well, to be fair, they're trying to find people by looking in mirrors. <laughs> you know, that makes perfect sense now. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> So, um, while the police are looking in mirrors to find people, Angel, with his superpower of not being able to be seen in mirrors, finds a woman hiding in a dressing room. Uh, that is later. He enters the crime scene, he looks around, then we cut back to the... Oh, he doesn't do that just yet. Yes. We cut back to Holland's wine cellar. Yes. Where? I think this is my favorite Drew quote of the episode. Oh, splendid. Because she, she trails off, but she says... Pretty lawyers all in a row. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I also uh, have I some quotes that. of the day. Oh, there's some good scene. lines in this scene. It's, it's pretty much just fun, creepy line after fun, creepy line. Yeah. And the, none of it really furthers the plot much. They're just playing with their food. Uh, it's just Drew and Darla walking around, taking their sweet time, fucking with Holland, trying to yep. scare some extra sodium into their food. So, quote of the day, uh, Drew is now fucking with Lila. She's, like, stroking her hand down <laughs> Lila's face, saying, You have beautiful skin. She says, I moisturize. That was very thoughtful of you. <laughs> that, on... That's just th honestly, the delivery and everything, that is one of the creepiest lines. That was right up there with, it puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Or else it gets the hose again. God, I love I love Drew. And now Holland's still trying so pathetically. And let me know, by the way, when we cut back to the lady in the dressing room. Because yeah. I fucked up the order there. Well, uh, Dar Darla's obviously pissed at Holland. And he is still fucking trying to play her. And it's very obvious that she's not getting it. Holland, you're a dumbass. Just, just stop. <laughs> I say, I say, I'm so happy you're alive, Darla. <laughs> Unlike that unsavory Angel character who most definitely does not care about you at all. Yes, yeah, speaking of Angel, we go back to the crime scene. Hey. Where we find, where Angel finds a woman hiding in the dressing room and... Let me tell you, the police apparently suck because one of the first <laughs> things that you would probably want to do at a crime scene like this is to search the building. You know, that may or may not have occurred to me. It's not <laughs> like this is some hidden back room. No. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. They should. There was, this was a fucking murder scene. They should have dogs in there. They should have scoured every inch of the goddamn building. It could have just as easily been the murderer hiding out in there. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, Angel gets from her that they were talking about going to a party, 
Ding, ding, ding. Good thing Holland was arrogant enough to make Angel privy to his evening plans. Yes. Of having a tasting mm, of tasting. wine. But I think the tasting is going to be of something else, perhaps. What could it be? Maybe it is blood. <laughs> Me. Okay. Mehaps thinks you perhaps is right, master. <laughs> okay, I just have to say, you've definitely been watching a lot of some more news because that delivery you just gave was just solidly Cody. <laughs> just very solidly Cody. Well, we're practically the same person. He's just way smarter and more talented than me. And luckier. Like, you, you figure he's probably luckier. He has a master's degree. Did you know he is six foot seven? What? Yeah. He's a fucking what? giant. That. I don't know how I feel about that. Let's mm. ignore that and move on. <laughs> so, yeah, back to the the cellar uh, where Holland is still trying. He's fucked, but he's trying to get his, talk his way out of it. He's like, you know what? I'm a lawyer and I have talked myself out of worse situations, I think. I hope. Oh, God. Quote of the day from Drew. Grandmom won't eat the double speak. And I was like, oh, yeah. damn. Mm. That's a good line. You just got served, motherfucker. I like that Darla is like, you know, Drew, I really like this. We should get a people seller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they do manage to establish that this wasn't originally a wine cellar. It used to be a bomb shelter built yeah. in the 50s or some shit. And Drew's having all sorts of weird visions and yada, yada, yada. Upstairs, Angel, meanwhile, is invited in by Holland's not-quite-dead-yet wife Yeah, at the open front door. Uh -oh. Lucky that she's there and not fully dead, because how else would he get the fuck in here? Exactly, is why they didn't kill her. So you know what? She actually could still pull through yeah. and make it um through... Yeah, because she's such an engaging character. I don't know, I think she blades a little too much yeah i don't know i'm i mean when when you're an actress and you're a professional you really kind of gotta reel it in on yeah. the bloodletting on yeah. set during yeah. filming that yeah. seems really unprofessional to I, me <laughs> you know maybe she was non-union oh that seems likely <laughs> <laughs> anyway angel arrives uh, Drew senses his presence as he comes down the stairs and oh God to my absolute without a doubt 100% favorite fucking line in the entire goddamn episode spank us till Tuesday we promise to be bad if you do daddy <laughs> punish us daddy <laughs> Oh my god, daddy's here, you guys. Oh, it's it's so good. And I'm barely exaggerating on that, by <laughs> yeah, the way. barely. But beyond that, Angel's like, Darla, I'm so sorry. And Darla's like, I'm not. By the way, I never got that goodbye kiss. He's like, well, you'll get it, but not tonight. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> ah. Cut to a good callback line here. Holland, Angel. Please, people are going to die. And yet, somehow, I just can't seem to care. 
And then Angel closes the fucking doors and locks them in. Slam, click, scream, motherfuckers. Job well done. Yeah. Well, time to hit the old dusty trail. (laughs) I dare say, that's not Holland talking, though. No. Angel is the new... Fuck, what's his name? Foghorn Leghorn. Fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> Angel is the new Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Somebody has to carry on the legacy because I think Holland just died a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little sad. There's sad some, day. There's some people eating going on in that there room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shoot. I'm with Wolfram and Hart. Everybody should have a lawyer like this. Mr. Winters shall never be convicted of any crime. Ever. Should you continue to harass our client, you'll be forced to bring that in the light of day. I'm told it's not all that healthy for you. Cut to the hotel where <laughs> Team Angel is uh, a little dissatisfied with uh, services rendered. Say what you want about this episode. It's got a lot of good quotes. It does. So Wesley says, and you just walked away. <laughs> Angel replies, no, I walked to my car. And then I drove away. No, you didn't. That you did not give nearly enough credence to the deadpan delivery of. That oh, line. It, obviously, it was it was beautiful because he wasn't being a bad actor. So, no, it, like it no, was I, a solid deadpan. Line. No, I walked to my car, and then I drove away. I I can't do it justice. Uh, Just watch it. Yeah. It's one of the best moments in the episode. And they, you know, they're all in shock, and they're like. We can't condone this sort of behavior. You are not doing well. We're really worried about you. I dare say that was too evil. You can't possibly take a proactive stance against evil people. That's where I draw the line. I mean, that's kind of the point that Wesley's making. Damn you, Angel. Um, but he specifically says that uh, the three of them are all that is standing in the way of Angel and Darkness. And Angel's like, yeah, you're right. Fuck off. You're fired. Okie dokie. You're all fired. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. LOL. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Ta-ta. Toodaloo. Get the fuck out. Yeah. No, you can't still stay in the hotel. Fuck. Fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> he makes a whole song and dance out of yeah. it. Fuck, 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 fuck off, fuck off, fuck, 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 fuck <laughs> off. And when you get there, keep fuck, 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 fucking off, fuck off, fuck off. Gerarg. Gerarg. Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength, strength. Give, 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 give me more. Nights, I shall walk in Hold on. You've got something in your eye. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel about that episode, Rex? I, it had it had some great lines. The ending was quite enjoyable, but overall it, this was like eating cotton candy. It, it didn't have a whole lot of substance to it. Well, you know, we got the payoff of Darla getting resired by Drusilla. Yeah. And yes, this is the product of let's if this is a cotton candy episode, then the last episode was a cotton candy machine, and that's why it was so boring. Yeah. 
I can. I, I don't know. I just. I, I don't want to give credit to episodes that were boring, right? <laughs> yeah. I. This at least it wasn't boring. It wasn't boring, but it it really. Uh, they there can, wasn't much they to it. They can do better than this. It, God damn it! It was a little redundant. I mean, a you little. heard you heard the synopsis. <laughs> Angel plays hide-and-go-seek with Darla and Drusilla for a full 42 minutes. Yeah. That's about it. All to not care two shits about what they're doing. Marco. Polo. Marco. Polo. Carry on. All right, I see you. Now run on again. Bye. Okay, I'm going to... It's break time. I'm going to go get some food. You want to come with? No, no, no. No, no. All right. Get a running head start. Marco. Polo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I think that joke has played itself yeah. out. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Character development. Eh, maybe a little for Lindsay. Um, well, he's probably dead now. Any main plot? Uh, I don't know if any of them are dead now. I predict Lindsay is the only one that survives. In fact, I got maybe. a metagame a little bit here. I specifically recall that Lindsay survives. Um, I am curious to know what the aftermath is, and I'm a little annoyed that, like, you know, it's sort of a cliffhanger. Yeah, a little bit. I can't, oh, man, I really want Holland to stick around just so I can keep doing the Foghorn Leghorn voice. <laughs> we'll, we'll find another vessel for the Foghorn Leghorn voice. There will be a true candidate that will embody it. There aren't nearly enough executive doodle-doos for me to <laughs> make syndicated cartoon voices out of damn it <laughs> ah cheese anyway so ah cheese ah cheese so uh, <laughs> character development meh plot development uh we did see kate briefly yeah um that's something you wouldn't get if you weren't paying attention to the full arc i i will say this she's a little less pissed at angel it seems like and I, I feel like the last time we saw her was when he he had to bite her to yeah. save her life. Yes. And so, surprisingly, she's also less pissed at him since then. That's why she's wearing the turtleneck. <laughs> I didn't notice she was wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. Ah. To hide the bite marks. Ah. Um, honestly, I'm just fucking happy that this goddamn arc is done. I I've I was so fucking tired of it. Oh, with Darla? Yeah. I mean, it's not. She's still I mean, alive. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like th- this arc of it's Wolfram and Hart like playing with trying to fucking play with their food yeah. and oh, we're, we're evil. We're going to get you. <laughs> we're evil. For fuck's sake. They had the fucking chance. They could just—they could have just killed Angel oh, yeah. when they had him and were arresting him. But as Holland told us, while he was waggling his dick squarely in Angel's face, he said, uh, "We are not. I say we are not trying to kill you, my boy. We do not want you dead." Well, they're dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. So what did they want? We may never know because now he's probably dead. All I know is I really fucking am looking forward to the next episode where it won't have this goddamn plot anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, now we've... Let's move the fuck on. We've moved on into the next act of I'm... 
What oh. is bothering Angel and the Scooby Gang? And I, that sounds nice. I'm just so bored with this. Sounds awful nice. I've been so bored. All right. Well, uh, what's your quote of the day then? I, I fucking already said it. Splendid. Because it is hands down spank us till Tuesday. We promise to be bad if you do. <laughs> Hell, that's a it good was, one. It was the moment where like I wasn't expecting it. I had to fucking pause it and laugh. And just let it happen because it was oh god it was, oh, was just that so the good. one that was the I one I assumed you were laughing at the the line where Wesley says and you just walked away and he says no I nope. I walked to my car and then nope. I drove it was, away it was the spank us till Tuesday we promised it, and it was the the delivery sold it her delivery of that line was just fucking mm, chef's kiss just perfect lovely. But honestly, if you aren't picking a Drew quote, what the fuck was the point of this episode? <laughs> right? Yeah, she doesn't stick around for too long from what I recall. Uh, it's very much a guest appearance. So what's your Drew quote of the day? Let's see. I'm not sure yet. I should just go with my first instincts then. Because my first instinct was Drew talking to Lila. You have beautiful skin. I moisturize. That was very thoughtful of you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All the best lines in this episode were Drew. Hands down, without a question. I mean, I had a lot of fun with Holland. Yeah. It, it was a quippy episode, but it's it's very it's very much a Drew episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there it is. This has been another episode of Ale with Angel. Yes. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. All under the moniker of Beer with Buffy. In fact, you can even go to www.beerwithbuffy.com. Throw a slash shop on there if you want to shop for our merchandise. Shopping, or shopping, 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 shopping. Shoes, 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 shoes. Uh, we do not have shoes in our merch store. Yet. Um, if you'd like to just give us our money and bypass all the useless <laughs> things. I, I That was a slip, but... You you said if you would like to give us our money. Oh. Like it's already our money, just give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to politely be reprieved of our money <laughs> into our pocketses, our dirty little pocketses, uh, you can head right on over to patreon.com slash beer with buffy. Uh, we have a cat naming perk, and god damn it, we're not afraid to use it. No. Oh. When people buy it, we name a cat. Yeah. And, next and hey, week, Cubby the Seal, we're coming to name your cat. Clubby the Seal. I know it's not Clubby the Seal, but I like to say Clubby <laughs> the Seal because I'm a sick, sick man. We know. Don't forget to review us on iTunes. It's legitimately one of the best ways that you can help us. And in fact, hey, Callie, something about Redfish Bluefish. Um, by writing us an iTunes review, you have effectively won yourself a free hoodie. So get in touch with us. Take a screenshot of your iTunes review and email it to us or private message it to us. And we will work out the deets and send you that free hoodie. And yes. we're going to do that every 50 reviews. And hey, everybody, if you have written a review, send us proof of that and you get a sticker. Free stickers for everybody that gives us a review of any kind, not just iTunes. And you can send us that proof at... 
beerwithbuffy at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail with any questions, comments, or concerns at 269-743-0783. Big shout out to JJ Treadway for all of our closing transitional and opening music. This has been Ale with Angel. I'm Josh. I'm Rex. And have a good night. Keanu Speed, Josh. I say, I say, Reeves be with you, son. Instead of which you enslave yourself to this, this cult. You don't like the color? <laughs>